0: Hello, everybody. I'm John, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Wit, and we are here on our companion podcast, Room 237. Room 217 is the other podcast that we do. That one is only about Stephen King books. We're working our way through his published novels. Obviously, it began with Carrie.
1: Chronologically.
0: Yes. Uh, And then Otto autobiographically later we're going to redo it afterwards (laughs) uh but yeah room 217 is the hotel number in the shining the hotel room number in the shining for the movie they changed it to room 237 so for our small or big screen adaptations you know we're going through all of those for each of these books if there is something and talking about it here on room 237 that's the theme for both of our shows Carrie, is the first one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We read the book. We mm-hmm. have now seen all four
1: movies, Very adaptation movies.
0: And you know, initially when we were like, "Hey, if we're going to do this, you know, let's watch them all because why not?" And midway through Carrie to the Rage, I thought this was a bad idea. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that one was rough, but it was the roughest, the it, most rough it was. of all of the. F- All four, I would say.
0: Right. So essentially what we're gonna do here is we're gonna focus on Carrie nineteen seventy-six because that is the best adaptation. That's the main one that everyone
1: The original was Sissy's basic. Right.
0: And that's the one everyone remembers. So that's the one we're gonna focus in on. But we are gonna talk about Carrie Two, the Rage. It's actually called The Rage Carrie Two.
1: The Rage Colon Carrie Two. Right.
0: And then there was another TV version in 2002 just called Carrie. Mm-hmm. And then there was another version in 2013 that was also, also. just called Carrie. Uh, there have been some musicals, uh, some stuff adapted for Broadway. We uh, No way could we see any of that. So we're not going to be talking about any of those. We have not seen them, nor will we ever. Honestly, I can't take any more Carrie uh, adaptations at this point. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So let's talk about... Carrie, 1976, directed by Brian De Palma. Great movie. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. I I have always liked it a lot.
1: Oh, so you've been a fan for a long time, (laughs) have you?
0: Yeah. Even after reading the book, I still really enjoy the movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's not so... I felt like... Well, it goes with the book somewhat, With all of her interactions and going to high school and stuff like that. Right. And basically the rest of the stuff that's going on in the town doesn't happen in the movie. No. So that's the main difference that I saw.
0: Well, and there's no investigative stuff either Mm -hmm. at all. This is a straight up girl in high school has a bad day. (laughs) Yeah. Discovers that she has telekinetic powers. That, unbeknownst to everyone else... Uh, is their doom and that's kind of that i mean she kills everyone at the high school she does not destroy the entire town of chamberlain um she does eventually kill her mom but not by not or not by slowing her heart mm-hmm. but she kills her with a bunch of knives and scissors and stuff mm-hmm. crucifies her um so there are so some
1: visually appealing yeah
0: let's start with what i think is maybe the the biggest difference, which is Carrie. Uh, Sissy Spacek does not play her how she is in the book, or nor does she look like yeah. <laughs> how King describes her in the book. I know we had kind of differing opinions on how King describes her. I thought of her as a little overweight, not entirely attractive, maybe just in need of a little bit of a TLC.
1: She needed a makeover. Whereas
0: you thought... He kinda of painted her as a bit of an uggo. She
1: was. I I that's how I read it in the sure. book. She had
0: I might have been just trying to bright side it.
1: Acne, she was overweight, everybody hated her, she was greasy. Right. You know.
0: And also we talked about too, she is not overly likable in the book. Yeah. You you don't really root for her as much as you just sort of wait for her
1: to freak out.
0: Yes you know, the the end, the destruction is kind of what you're holding on to because you know it's coming because it's hinted at the entire book. Mm-hmm. Here, it's not like that at all in the movie. She is very, you sympathize with her, you feel bad for her. She's shy. Also, Sissy Spacek is really pretty. Mm-hmm.
1: So, she is kind of, in the beginning, she is kind of wild almost. She reminds me of like when somebody like discovers a feral child or something because she's not really <laughs> using her words She's in a shower. She thinks she's bleeding to death. So instead of, I don't, you know, like using her rational mind, mm. uh, she's comes wanders out bleeding. All the girls make fun of her. You know the whole as you do deal. But like she's not. She's she can't explain herself to anybody no. because she's just in this state of panic and she looks like a little cornered animal.
0: Which. Also happens in the book. Right. And, you know, Desjardins.
1: You mean Miss Collins, which is what they call her in this But I'm talking about the
0: book. In the book, Miss Desjardins. Even in the book, she's she's like, I wanted to shake her. Yeah, she slaps her. Right. And this happens here, but Miss Collins is right in line with kind of the change for Carrie. She's like very sweet and maternal towards her and kind of helps her through all of these things. She checks in on her the entire movie. Where in the book she just sort of goes away. I
1: mean, she does until the prom punish the other girls I know, for what but they I mean, did in but the book.
0: In regards to just direct contact with Carrie, that doesn't really happen sure. in the book at all. In this, it's kind of Carrie and her sort of almost going through this experience together with Miss mm-hmm. Collins watching on and making sure she's okay and, you know, um, she,
1: smoking cigarettes. Right.
0: But anyways, back to just kind of how space plays Carrie, it's very different, but you, you, I like this version of Carrie. Like I feel she's, bad for yeah. her. I root for she's, her. And then when the bucket drops in the end, yeah, it is just, it's just, your heart breaks She's it's a likable,
1: so you know, she's the outsider. Right. Uh Yeah. She's definitely the girl who, if you give her a bath and put her in a pretty dress, she looks pretty. And right. she's, almost congenial like maybe a little weird but and quiet but you know she makes a couple jokes she's talking to people Tommy is into her kind of like they they kiss
0: right Tommy I didn't like Tommy in the movie though
1: I didn't like the guy who played Tommy right he definitely wasn't as hot as he should have been <laughs> and maybe that's just a sign of the times 1976 right. which I also wanted to say I thought it was it's kind of crazy The movie came out really quickly after the book, which to me isn't always like, I feel like it gets fucked up sometimes when that happens. Um, Like it's almost too quick, but I think that this Carrie was good. And you pointed out that it was also like at that time, there were other horror movies like this that were kind of fresh and new
0: Yeah, Rosemary's Baby was before this, I believe. There's Exorcist too, which was, I think, right after. Um, But, yeah.
1: So Carrie's not fat or ugly. She's charming. Miss Desjardins and her hang out, but her name is Miss Collins. Um, I thought it was funny that... Because, you know, we're talking about her in the beginning scene where Desjardins shakes her and slaps her, and then she goes and she... Bitches out all of the girls who did this to Carrie. And then Chris Hargison is like fighting with her, too. And she slaps Chris Hargison. And then you're like, oh, my God. And then later on in the movie, when Sue is freaking out, Desjardins also slaps Sue. So she slaps every main girl in this entire movie, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really funny. Um, She's not afraid to get, you know. I don't mean handsy in a molesty way with the girls, but in a, uh, a salty kind of way, but for their own good. That kind of snap out of it slap, which I really appreciate.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a. She is a, a much bigger role in all of this and in the book. Um, they kind of make her the other central figure, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you. I feel like you really liked the principle in the book. And- yeah, he's
0: not really existent in this. Um, I also liked in the book a whole lot of uh, Carrie's sort of training as she becomes more aware of uh, her powers and using them. And then that doesn't really happen in the movie all that much. It's not really that ramp up of her moving like lifting her bed and right doing all of these kinds of crazy things. Like that doesn't really happen in the movie. I feel like it probably could have used it, but also they had such a limited budget that the destruction in the end doesn't all doesn't really seem all of that implausible considering that she goes through a very traumatic moment. So of course she just sort of wigs out and kills right. everybody. But yeah, the in the book there's definitely more of a kind of a ramping up of what she can do and how she's sort of honing it and all of that sort of stuff. And then in the movie, it's just sort of like, be careful. It's, she's got yeah. stuff going on. It's
1: almost like she's okay. afraid of her powers the whole time. And they just kind of happen when she's in a state of extreme stress. Yeah. maybe. Like, And that it's almost always unintentional. Like her outbursts. No, you don't think so?
0: Uh, I mean maybe. I don't know. I didn't really get that impression, so to speak. I it was just more of a it's just really muted, I guess, until they can really show it off. I, I don't I don't know if I necessarily factored it much into her character, but I mean that might make more sense. I don't know.
1: Um in the beginning ish of the movie also a different part from the book uh sue snell's mom and carrie's mom interact when carrie mrs white or margaret white comes over to the snell household to try and convince um mrs snell to like be part of be more interactive at the church and like get her daughter to stop dressing so scantily i guess and um there's kind of a weird thing between them. Like you kind of, I don't know.
0: Yeah. That was really quick. I think they didn't, I think they just needed to set the tone for Margaret White as being a religious nut. So they have that weird little scene with uh, Sue's mom. I don't even know if that was, that was a pretty throwaway thing to me because do you even see snooze, snooze, snooze. Sue's mom again after that? I don't think so. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, nor do you see Margaret interact with anybody after that either. Yeah. I Piper Laurie did get a supporting actress nomination for this, though, and as did um, Sissy Spacek. She got a Best Actress nomination. One of the few sets of people to get nominated for a horror, horror movie. Maybe. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, there are some things in the movie that are definitely kind of just glossed over, I guess, but, I mean, that's kind of to be expected in a... This is a pretty straightaway, she has a bad day. Right. (laughs) She discovers something, shit happens, you know? But I, I think it does really get the tone right of this sort of like overly religious, overly hovering parent who doesn't allow their kid to do anything. And that is in the book and that is here. And Carrie, even though the look isn't right, she is still this sort of like bashful girl who has lived this overly sheltered life. And also there's the horror aspect, you know, of um, her being a telekinetic. And then there's the, you know, reminder that high school kids are mean.
1: They are. (laughs) Uh, I liked the girl who played Chris. And um,
0: she eventually married Brian De Palma.
1: No shit. Are they still together?
0: I don't think so. Okay.
1: Well, I liked Chris, uh, didn't like Tommy, but the guy who played Billy, what? And I didn't even, I don't even remember this from seeing the movie however many years ago, but John Travolta plays Billy. And he's like a, he's obviously very cute young John Travolta, but he's also like a bad guy. Like he slaps Chris around a lot. Which kind of does happen in the book.
0: Yeah, Billy's not nice in the book. No,
1: I I mean, I I know he's not nice, but he does like physically abuse her some in the book. And they're totally cool. Like slaps all around for yeah, everyone. Yeah, this is John
0: Travolta's first appearance in a movie. Really? Yep.
1: Well, he did a pretty good job, I think.
0: Man, he doesn't have a lot to do, but... Man,
1: just be an asshole.
0: Yeah, they kind of combine all of the... Separate Chris and Billy moments in the book into just sort of one straight storyline where they're always together. It is Chris's idea to dump uh, or to kind to of go ru-
1: get the blood, right?
0: To kind of ruin Carrie's prom. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, and she never outright says it in the movie, but it's clearly her idea because she blows him in the car and says, There's something I need you to do. And he, that's when they just keep slapping each other for a while. Yeah. And then <laughs> she blows him and then they go and. Uh, get uh, pig blood or whatever um, but yeah and but like in the book she doesn't go with him they have a lot of separate moments where they just sort of think about each other but obviously can't really do that mm-hmm. in the movie so she just or he just sort of gets combined with her and they're just one asshole yeah. <laughs> who ruin everything um, I do think it is a little weird I guess they try to give Sue more to do in this I don't right. know if it's so you just kind of sympathize with Carrie more or whatever, but like Sue goes to the prom at the end of the movie, which does not happen in the book.
1: Right. I mean, she doesn't go go to the prom though. She shows up. She's not dressed up in prom clothes. I think she's just there right, right, to right. See I know, but Carrie. she goes.
0: Yeah, she goes to yeah. kind of see her good deed, which yeah. kind of makes her a shitty character. Right.
1: Like, look at what such a good friend I right. am.
0: It's not very cool, but um. But yeah, and then they have a whole like kind of slow motion scene where her and Miss Colin see Chris and Billy under the stairs.
1: Yep.
0: And it's just kind of weird. I, this didn't really necessarily seem like something that needed to be there, but it, I guess it adds to the drama because they draw out that bucket pool for like, sure
1: do. like
0: five minutes. You just like the bucket, Sue, Chris, Carrie. Tommy, and they just like okay. Miss Collins, and it just goes yeah. around and around and around, and you like pull the fucking string.
1: Janet, Doctor Scott, Janet Brand.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so there are obviously differences. There's always going to be differences, but I do feel like overall De Palma kind of nails the the gist of the book, and uh, you know, in the end, when Carrie does finally go wild and maybe she doesn't destroy the whole town. Like it happens in the book, but it's still pretty gnarly the way she just kind of kills mm-hmm. all of her classmates.
1: I feel like a lot of classmates escape. Like at least at the end when they're kind of like showing the, I want to say just like how there are kids that are, that got out. Um, does Miss, Colin she does she sh- dies by she, basketball that's goal. right that's right yep and in the book you don't know what happens to Miss Desjardins it's just kind of like she, she gets lives. knocked down she lives you b- think she lives
0: she lives because she's part of the investigative stuff mm-hmm. she has comments in one of the chapters does she Hmm. um yeah there's also some other stuff that happens at the prom that's kind of weird like Carrie's interactions with people aren't as charming and fun as they are in the book. Mm-hmm. They're a little stiff. I think that maybe is because Tommy, the guy that had played him, was a bit stiff with his bad hair. Even for the 70s, he had he bad just, hair.
1: Ugh, I, I did not like the guy who played Tommy. Right. And I he also, also
0: begrudgingly goes, like in the book, he's yeah. like, I'll do this for you, Sue. I'm in. And he's kind of gung ho about it. Where in the movie, he's sort of, he just seems sort of pissed about it the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then he kisses her at the prom which is weird. Yeah. I I could do without Tommy. Everything yeah. else I think is probably pretty good.
1: Um I did make a note of how old everyone was because I did feel like certain characters like Sissy Spacek to me she's so frail and little like I feel like she could look like a she was 16 26. year old. Yeah. She could look like a 16-year-old She also though. is a ginger. I have Sissy was 27.
0: Sorry. Either way. It doesn't matter. 26, 27. But, yeah, she's a ginger, so you have to automatically subtract 10 years of how they look age-wise. So, really, she was uh, she was 16.
1: Okay. Um, Tommy was played by a 25-year-old guy. Uh let's see. Travolta was 22, 21, 22.
0: What's the guy who played Tommy?
1: Mhm.
0: And the girl who played Sue were dating at the time of the before the movie was even like they huh. were cast together? So, mhm. And were already dating.
1: That's interesting. I wonder. So
0: maybe he really didn't want to go with cuz he was like I'm real into I'm
1: actually the into actress Sue. and
0: the character. Yep. Uh uh yeah, I They definitely are an older brunch.
1: They are. No <laughs> one's on well, other than Travolta, pretty much everyone's over twenty five. Yeah. Um and the woman who played Miss Collins was twenty nine. So whatever. Yeah. Uh pretty close. Uh you what's...
0: know the other thing that I actually would have would have liked to have seen. I, I guess it's not. It doesn't. It's not necessarily bad, but you know, the the crucifixion of Carrie's mom is kind of fitting
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the end because you know she's such a Jesus freak. So I kind of like that more than the heart stopping that happens in the book. It's a little bit more poetic, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then Carrie just. I mean, she does get stabbed, but then they just sort of are in the house, and the house catches on fire, and it's like that's it. And then Sue has this weird dream where she like visits, and then Carrie's hand jumps out and grabs her, and it's like, did I really, really need this kind of lame jump scare in the end of this? I do.
1: I I mean, I think the jump scare like that is. So, of the times, and I just mean, like
0: I agree. I mean, there's a lot of this stuff too. The movie was like influenced by Psycho, and you can see it a right. lot in like the music and all kinds of stuff. I think also the high school is like Bates High School, which is not that in the book, but obviously Bates Psycho, blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. So, I get it, but I don't know. I guess in the book, when Carrie is dying and she has that moment with Sue where she projects her mind into Sue's mind and like reads Sue's mind and all this stuff and finds out that Sue was only trying to help her mm-hmm. and that everyone was really trying to help her outside of just sort of Chris, Chris and her and little shitheads. And, yeah. and I thought that was a really great moment for Carrie in the end. She doesn't get that in the movie at all. Yeah, She dies thinking...
1: Everyone hates
0: that her. Every, no one wanted to help her or do anything good for her. It was all a trick. And I, I that sort of takes away a little bit of the character for me, or not really a character, but the story, I guess, because it, it's almost like a moment of saving grace for Carrie in the book when she realizes that she wasn't just this tortured person. Right. I guess and they there were didn't do it on purpose. Right, there were people who were looking out for and trying to give her a better life, and in the mo- in the movie, you get. None of that. She just goes on a rampage and dies angry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one part that I forgot to say that I really liked that I wish would have. I don't know. Does it happen in the book? The part where Carrie and Tommy pull up to the prom and she's about to get out, but Carrie realizes like she should wait and she opens the door a little and then closes it and then waits for Tommy to come around to the other side. In in the book... loved that. In
0: the book, he's around before she can realize it. Yes. In the movie, she starts to open the door and then closes it and he comes and opens the door for her.
1: I love it that she knows that he's being nice and she's like, this is what normal people do. And she's so giddy to wait for him to come open the door. It's so innocent and sweet and now the next time we go somewhere i'm gonna wait in the car I'm you
0: we're already married oh, come that's on. out the door come on. that is out the door if you want you can crawl out through the driver's side and i'll open that i'll keep the yeah. door open
1: oh okay so after but i'm not I, like, doing extra like snake, i'm
0: not doing extra work mm-hmm. um all right so just a couple of things about the movie in general, uh, 1.8 million dollar budget,
1: mm-hmm.
0: made 33.8 in theaters. Dang! Which in the 70s, that's a lot of money. Uh, Piper Laurie, Margaret White, Sissy Spacek, Carrie White, both nominated for Academy Awards. Uh, there was it's deleted in the footage since lost for the most part. Uh, the movie was bookended by stones falling from the sky which is a big thing in the book Mm -hmm. but uh de palma originally did try to recreate that in the movie but they had a machine that would like i guess launch pebbles things and the machine broke and then when they did try it on film it looked more like rain than stones so they abandoned it but apparently there are some parts in the movie where you can kind of see sort of like these stones coming through hmm I didn't notice them, but Me apparently either. they are there. But the original intro that they cut did have stones, but they it didn't look right. And so they just, mm-hmm. it, it's a lost now. And then the in, uh, conclusion of it, they never got to because the machine broke. But there was uh, an attempt to try to do the stones falling from the sky, which I thought was cool. Um, uh, Stephen King only paid $2,500 for the film rights. And that's... It was That's what he paid to sell the rights to De Palma.
1: Oh, wait. You mean he was paid $2,500? Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, Stephen King did not pay for his own film rights. Well,
1: you said... Okay. <laughs> it sounded like you said that he paid for it. Like, uh, please no. make this movie.
0: No, Stephen King was paid 2500 bucks. Not Stephen King paid, if I said that weird. Um, and then, you know, I've seen some stuff from king he seems like he goes back and forth on his approval rating of the movie mm-hmm. i saw some stuff that was like he thought it could be better and then i've seen some stuff where he was like this is a good movie why do all these people these keep doing all these remakes and stuff so i don't know I, I couldn't really find a definitive opinion from steven on this movie but in general it seems as though he likes it um
1: I feel like when he hates something, you know he fucking hates it. That's
0: probably true too.
1: Uh so I I think his I don't want to say apathy towards it, but the varying degrees is probably acceptance and maybe like
0: perhaps. <laughs> but overall, I think it's a good adaptation. What do you think?
1: Uh I liked it. I I feel like I do and we talked about it, but I've, I love the thing that makes the book so great is that you're hearing it from a bunch of different points of view, people who have survived it, uh, different types of interviews, court documents, like that type of thing. And I don't know how De Palma could have fit that into the movie that he made.
0: Yeah, he made just a straight up yeah, horror movie.
1: exactly. So... uh I don't know. I I wish there was a way that somebody could figure out how to do it, because <laughs> I would love to see it that way. But yeah. I did like it a lot. Um, I was curious to know what how it was received at the time that it came out, other than like you know, like what yeah. did everybody think about it? it and, got good reviews. Yeah, Ebert said it was absolutely spellbinding horror movie and an and, and, and observant human portrait. Um, The best scary funny movie since Jaws was someone from New Yorker. Which It's I
0: definitely not funny.
1: I don't think it's funny ever.
0: Piper Laurie, when she read the script, initially thought it was a dark comedy. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: The it's, movie
0: is not funny to me at all.
1: The only... Th- Part that I thought was funny was, and I, I only know I thought it was funny because it's in my notes, but it just said, LOL with the hand grabbing Sue at the end out of the wow. the jump the, scare. Like, yeah, the... But that's because nowadays it's corny. Also, hmm. if I saw that as a kid or back then, I would totally 100% scream out loud because I'm a scream out loud person. <laughs>
0: right. Well, with the hand jumping out, that sort of insinuates a sequel or whatever, even though I think Sue is probably dreaming there. But they did eventually make a sequel. Mm -hmm. Let's jump to that. The Rage. Carrie Two. this movie is awful.
1: It's so bad.
0: It is really bad. And it's got a lot of... Known faces in it. Uh, Mina Suvari's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest brother from Home Improvement.
1: Yep. Which back in 1999 when the movie was made was a big get, I would guess. Cause Probably. Home Improvement was still going on, if not just in. Yeah.
0: And then Amy Irving returns as Sue Snell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she. <laughs>
1: she looks the same.
0: She looks great. Yeah. However, they clearly had no respect for her because she dies. Via fire poker through a door. She's literally ringing the doorbell. <laughs> the fire poker flies through the door, impales her head, and she's stuck on the door. And people keep opening and shutting the door, and she's just sort of flopping her on the ooh, outside ooh, of ooh.
1: it. Love it.
0: Here's the plot for Carrie Two, by the way. Set years after Carrie. There's mm-hmm. a little, not a little girl. She's a teenager. She's in high school. And she's doing her thing, and her friend Mina Suvari. I don't know who the main girl's name is, but she looked like ragged Michael Jackson in the late years.
1: Yeah, redheaded Michael, like that maroon. Yeah, they look like she looked like a
0: lot of those '90s girls who probably had really fair. They like, to
1: a lot of garbage. Light
0: skin and yes. light hair, and yes. then they're like, "I'm dyeing everything on me black." Mm-hmm. but I'm also going to stay really pale. Mm-hmm. And that is how this girl looks. Sort of like busted MJ. Anyways, the plot of the movie is she's in high school, and uh, her friend Mina Suvari sleeps with oldest brother from Home Improvement. But all the boys in the school have this like ratings chart thing where you get points based on how hot the girl is that you do. So he sleeps with her friend. Her friend rates low on the hot scale. Even though it's Mina Zavari. I didn't Zivari. even
1: pick up the hot scale points. Yeah, I a whole, it, they all
0: had notebooks with I know the they hot had, scale.
1: I know they had notebooks. I thought they were just keeping tally of like how many girls they could fuck. I didn't no. know you got more points yeah, for like you, a bigger fish. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, or a yeah. prettier fish.
0: Yeah, the bigger, prettier fishes got <laughs> more points. Anyways, so Mina Zavari finds out about this. She throws herself off the roof
1: like the day of the school yeah she didn't even
0: she didn't even dwell about it she literally was like did you just sleep I'm gonna go kill myself and she goes (laughs) to the roof and jumps off
1: it starts off with them on the bus in the morning the new Carrie type girl and Mina Savari and she's like oh my I'm so in love. I slept with those guys from Home Improvement. And then they go to school. She finds out she goes upstairs in the middle of school and just walks off the fucking building.
0: Yeah. She kills herself it's immediately. Crazy. The it's most dramatic crazy. thing you could possibly do, which is commit immediate suicide. <laughs> she didn't even think about it at she all.
1: She didn't. Oh, it's just, I don't know. Hormones are raging.
0: Yeah. They... They're
1: carried to the raging.
0: Right. The hormones. So, and... anyways, her friend kills herself. This is the equivalent of the original Carrie getting her period. This sets off Rachel is her name. This sets off her telekinetic powers. And then from there, it's just stupid and forever long. She falls in love with a guy. He's not supposed to like her because he's popular, and he's banging hot chicks. He's ranking up big time. Boom, 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 boom. His notebook is full. But he's in the Busted MJ. And she's all like, I'm too cool for you. And then she's also sad about her friend who immediate suicided over home improvement guy. Anyways, there's another jock who looks like he's about 45. And he's kind of like the lead jock. He's the guy who runs the notebook thing. Mm -hmm. And then he's all doing crazy shit. Anyways, at some point in this forever long movie, the finale comes along. Thank God. And there's a party and busted mj and the guy she's in love with are given kind of like separate tasks and so they're split up and all of his friends take busted mj to this party and they're like check it out we love you girl we love you you're you're so cute and let's hang out and everyone's having a great time and they're like hey check out this video and she's like i want to see this video i love this video I love you guys. And they're like, we love you too.
1: We're all best friends.
0: So they turn on the video and it's her and the other guy having sex. It had been secretly filmed. And then they are like, oh, do you think he loves you? Check out his ranker book. And she's all down at the bottom. And and then they're like, also, we banged your friend and she died. (laughs) Yeah. And then this sets off her shit just like in the original Carrie. She gets super mad and she slams everything shut in this house. And then she just goes about... Killing everybody. And the best kill that is not just in this movie, but maybe ever. She's outside after she's chased down the main jock, home improvement boy, and then like this other girl. She chases them down outside and they're by the pool. For some reason, these people are armed with spear guns. I don't even know where they got (laughs) them.
1: Casual spear guns. But she's
0: all like zip zappity, telekinetic and she looks at this one girl and the girl's got a a damn spear gun and she looks at her and she has on glasses so she looks at the glasses and she concentrates real hard and explodes the glasses into the girl's eyes (laughs) the girl is then blinded fully and she freaks out and she leans over and shoots the harpoon into home improvement guy's dick and castrates him the harpoon takes off his whole penis and balls (laughs) And shoots them into the pool. <laughs> and that was the best part of the whole movie. Oh,
1: I was so by Also, the-
0: by the way, I forgot to mention this. Yes. If you were wondering how the movie was connected to Carrie, because it sounds like it's not, but Rachel, who was busted MJ, right. the main character, her father was Carrie's father. And that's how they connected these two things together. Is they're yes. like, Carrie's father also fathered this girl.
1: Even though this movie is Definitely set in 1999. Oh,
0: yeah. It for is sure. 100% as
1: 1999 as you can get. So if you want to jump back to those years, go there. Because right, yeah. the clothes, the music, the hatred of women, like everything. Yeah. Hatred of everything. Every, yeah.
0: There is nothing anyone likes in this movie.
1: No. And oh, that's right. Remember, her mom is at Arkham. Oh they yeah, her like
0: mom is at an Carrie's, asylum. Yeah, called Carrie's Arkham. mom
1: went psycho and that's why so Carrie is living or not Carrie, yeah. Rachel, sorry.
0: There's a slight chance this was also a lead into a new Batman movie, but they weren't really clear about it. <laughs>
1: right. But the new Carrie, Rachel, her she's living with foster parents who are kinda shitty, but like not the worst. But it's because her mom is in Arkham Asylum.
0: Her parent her 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 foster parents are real shitty. Remember at one point, they are like, hey, your mom's going to get out soon. And the dad goes, well, how else are we going to make up this $300 a month? Because they get right. a, money to foster her. So they're I mean, pretty but bad they're
1: not, But she can she can get away. She's not like the original Carrie where she only has her mom and there is no right. real estate. She escape. did have she her
0: does, 90s street smarts. She has she that. She would have been fine. She
1: has friends. She's hot enough to like i don't know not be a total outcast i guess but anyways the movie was god awful
0: yeah it was pretty rough it was so long and i was just kind of like okay and then at least it does get really hilarious in the end home improvement gets his penis completely taken off by a harpoon
1: john made me come in and watch that part because i had I I came into the kitchen to get something and you were like come back you have to see this harpoon dick. Yeah, it thing. was
0: pretty cool. Um I did also like that at the very end of the movie the guy she's in love with, she dies, but he lives and he's sitting in his like uh, apartment or room or whatever and she comes in through the window. Mm. And they get up and kiss and then she explodes into a million pieces because it's just a dream or whatever. But it's so the nineties effects are so bad. It just that's I don't true. know. It looks like it was made of clay or something. I don't know. I don't know. I love it. But anyways, that's the Rage Carrie Two. Not recommended at all.
1: Yeah. Heavily do not recommend that yeah. movie.
0: It's not good. Let's jump to Carrie two thousand and two. This was a made for TV movie. Um, It was meant to kick off a TV show featuring, I guess, kind of the adventures of Carrie. I don't really know. But in the end of this movie, Carrie lives Mm -hmm. and she goes off on sort of a road
1: trip. Yeah. I don't know. With
0: Sue. Um, It's very weird. Apparently, this was supposed to be a lead into a TV show. I don't know what the plot of that TV show was going to be. But even though this was somewhat well-received... Uh, they did not pick up that show, did not even film a pilot for it. Uh, so it did not happen. But this movie does exist. It's out there. It's on Netflix right now.
1: Go watch it? Maybe not. I and, you don't know,
0: know. I mean, it it is technically the more faithful adaptation yes. of the book. I think mainly because they had to make it so long. It's like well over two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a lot there. It is just A really slow pace, and it's not very well made, and the actors aren't very good in it.
1: They aren't. You will probably reckon, I feel like everyone in the 2002 version is someone you've seen in like an episode of Law and Order. The
0: blonde pregnant girl from Lost is in it. I forget her name.
1: Yes. The one who's Australian, who like is into Mary from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's in it. There's a few other familiar faces. The woman who plays Miss Desjardins is also familiar. Um, Yeah. It is, like John said, it is the most true to the book, in my opinion. But the way they... Outside of the
0: end. Yeah, outside of the end where they just
1: totally go off entirely. Um, But... The way they do, speaking of law and order, the way they do the kind of epistolary function is that there's like a detective and he's grilling people and right. he's like, Sue, where were you? And she's like, I don't have to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Like it's it's a weird interrogation kind of deal right. where they're doing flashbacks and stuff like that. And it's
0: strange too, because they clearly took that out of the the book, Mm -hmm. whereas the rest of it is just like the movie. So it's kind of a weird mishmash of both. In the end, it does end up being kind of more of the more faithful adaptation, but it's really weird. It's like they didn't want to go full book because it wouldn't be enough of recognizable stuff for people, Mm -hmm. but they needed it to sort of elongate the movie. So they put that stuff in, but still went with the movie as like the, the remake. It's kind of weird, but... Some of it works um, It's definitely shot In that way Where you're like They didn't have a lot of money For this Yeah
1: it, it was. It's very It's almost that Like kind of fuzzy Right Looking Like film. you would see on
0: like BBC or something Yes Exactly Clearly made in the early 2000s mm-hmm.
1: um, Yeah it's that's about it for that one. Yeah, I, feel it, like. I mean, it's
0: somewhat. It's weird because, again, it is a more faithful adaptation, but it's also kind of instantly forgettable because it's just not very well made. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are some notable things in it. I thought it was kind of cool. They made Sue Black. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the girl from Lost, the blonde girl, she plays Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who plays Billy in it is awful. I didn't even look his name up. He was just. He was like, I've got one face. It's angry. Yeah. And that was and it. And he was
1: like, my dad would always say, like, when there was someone who was kind of plain <laughs> looking right, in yeah. a show, he would be like, oh, yeah, that's the cameraman's daughter. <laughs> but that's what I thought about Billy. I was like, oh, it's the cameraman's son. And he's right. just some pasty, well, skinny, okay white Tommy is okay in it. Yeah.
0: Um, it's okay. I mean, I don't know if I would say it's all that much really worth watching at 132 no, minutes. It's just not. too long. Um, it also, I don't think it does enough different to warrant watching.
1: Yeah. Unless you're like, if you're like a kid and you're supposed to be reading the book for the book, for a book report and you don't feel like doing it, watch this adaptation except, except for the lives. last 30 minutes <laughs> and read the, the death scene and the last Twenty-five pages of Carrie the book, and you'll be fucking set.
0: I would much rather read the book than ever watch. I this agree, movie but again. you
1: know, you don't have a lot of time. You are in high school, man. You are kicking it with your buddies and stealing pig blood.
0: I guess, but so Carrie two thousand and two, it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's very mediocre. Yeah,
1: it's whatever. The
0: Rage Carrie two, awful, and then that brings us to Carrie twenty thirteen
1: mm-hmm. with Chloe Moritz.
0: Moritz. And And
1: Julianne Moore.
0: Yeah, she's fine in it, but Chloe is awful.
1: She was.
0: I remember seeing this movie when it came out in 2013, and I remember not really having a big issue with it. I didn't think it then, at that time, I didn't think it really did enough different to warrant being made. But I wasn't like this movie sucked or anything. This rewatch was painful.
1: It was. Chloe
0: is absolutely terrible in it she overacts the entire time it was like she overacts so bad if i didn't know any better i would think that she had paid for the movie herself and it was like just let me do whatever the fuck i want i paid for it that's how it looks she it's just terrible i mean there was a point where you were like it's like she has never acted before or something it was she's just so it wasn't that it was she's she had never, never acted sort of sweet or yeah, bashful. Timid. Before, she which was makes never sense. the
1: not pretty girl because she's fucking gorgeous.
0: And it also doesn't help that at that point, you know, like she had done those kick ass movies where she was just murdering. A badass. Right. And those that's twenty ten and she did kick ass too. Might have been after Carrie. But either way, she's done a lot of stuff that where she, you know, has a lot of attitude and
1: Kick-Ass 2 came out the same year, 2013. So there you
0: go. So it's not a good role for her at all. And it shows. They don't really give Julianne Moore a whole lot to do. Mm -mm. You know, I I think the original movie, her sort of hardcore religious stuff paints a big enough picture about Margaret White. Right. For some reason in this, they're like, she also likes to cut herself. She cuts
1: herself and scratches herself when... she's uncomfortable okay but they don't
0: give her anything else to do at all like she does nothing she appears nowhere else somehow the prom scene in the 70s version is both more visually appealing and more suspenseful whereas for some reason in this one it's just Chloe and she's like look how wide I can open my eyes and that's it
1: she does she also does like a, a lot of almost kind of like superhero moves
0: yes totally when
1: she's Destroying the town. I will say this new, the 2013 Carrie has a destruction of the town scene. You know? And so
0: does 2002.
1: The 2002 one does. There's more of it's that, just but real it's cheesy not looking.
0: enough.
1: No, I agree. Uh, she, yeah, she does a lot of like, it reminds me of Red Witch. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, and the she wears Avengers a lot of red, so I get what movies you're doing there. That's what it looks like when she's doing her, yeah, telekinesis.
0: I felt like it was someone, you know, it's kind of the equivalent of when you sing in the shower and you're like, "I sound pretty good,"
1: then mm-hmm. you get
0: out and you're like, "No, I don't." It's but- kind of the same thing. I felt like she had been standing in front of a mirror or had gone to like a Halloween party. As Carrie wants and was like, I killed it. I'm going
1: to do this.
0: And then she was like, look, I will privately fund a movie if you yeah. just let me do whatever I want. That's what I'm saying. I think she back channel paid for this because there's no other reason to explain how terrible she is she in this was movie. was
1: so bad. It was really hard to watch. I didn't have much fun watching the, that no, movie.
0: no. So how are we? How are we ranking these? I mean, obviously the seventy six version is the primo version. Yeah. Where do you toss the other ones? So
1: mine number one, Carrie, nineteen seventy six.
0: Sure, it has to be number
1: two, Carrie, two thousand two.
0: Fair enough. Even with the weird ending,
1: even with the weird ending and the fact that it was super long, because um, I didn't, I didn't really get bored ever. It was just kind of like okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just not,
0: if it had been better made, I, I think that version it works. Been good. But the effects are bad. The acting is not great. Yeah. It's just, it drags. It's like a
1: teen drama. Like yeah. in it's a, a bad way. TV like an movie. after school right. teen drama. So 76, 2002. Then I would do Carrie 2013 with Chloe Moritz. just because I love Julianne more. Mm. And then The Rage Carrie 2 because I. Could not even finish that movie.
0: I'm doing Carrie '76 at the top. Okay, I'm gonna follow that with 2002, but then I'm gonna put the Rage in there after, in the three Over spot it. because it is borderline bad. So bad it's good. Um, like if I had been just hammered or with a bunch of people, I, I, that movie would, would just have been a big laugh. I
1: feel like we might have been. No, kinda... 2013
0: was an absolute chore, though. Uh, I don't know if that's just because we had already watched three Carrie movies yeah. by the time we got. Not that we did it all in one day, but it was over a week. But still, like, I, I. There's something about that movie, that version, where I couldn't understand why it was even there, why it existed, why anyone had bothered to do this. And it just annoyed me the whole time.
1: Yeah. Um,. There is so that's something
0: in the, the bottom of the ranker for me. Is okay, so Carrie we're in a 2013
1: agreement that 76 is the best, of course, and I guess yeah. 2002 version is way down. It's like a yeah, way up here for 76, and then you go down like ten points. And it's then you'll technically get to the, the 2002 number
0: one spot is carry 76. There is nothing in number two or three. number three. I would say 2002 right number eight <laughs> the rage and mm-hmm. then number 10 carry 2013 okay
1: okay i like that um there is one thing that i found to be most in common that didn't happen in the book but definitely happened in all three of the actual Carrie movies not including the rage because that wasn't technically Carrie.
0: and remember that just before we say it just all of the 2002 and 2013 movies are remakes of the 76 version. They're not new adaptations of the book.
1: But 2002 was definitely an adaptation I mean, of the book. I mean, they may
0: have drawn more from the book, but it, you can look it up. It's It was made as a remake of 76.
1: Well, anyways, all three of the Carrie titled films have... The shower scene that bothers you where Carrie is basically almost maybe masturbating.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that.
1: She's not full on like jacking it. but It does
0: not happen that way in the book. The shower
1: scene is so sensual before she realizes that she's having her period.
0: Right In the book, it's just sort of like, oh,
1: shit, I'm bleeding. I'm dying.
0: Yeah, for some reason, I don't know if it just started as that sort of like '70s grind housey soft core porn kind of thing. And the so '70s at the one is
1: tits and girls slapping each other with towels. A lot of towels, bush. A lot of, of bush. You like it? Oh, There's a lot of bush. <laughs> There's
0: some thickets in there, but-, but anyways, there. Yeah, for some reason, in the '76 version, it starts with her. This like slow motion. She's just sort of feeling herself all over. And if, mm-hmm. you, if you that happened in high school and you were a fellow teen, you would have looked over and been like, are you fucking masturbating right now? Knock it off. It would just be weird. But it's happening there with the ultra-religious girl. It's just very weird. Um, and then, yeah, that happens in all the other movies for some reason. It's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's like Carrie does not... She she is shy and afraid of everyone. She is not masturbating in the shower.
1: At school in public. Right. It's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I
0: forgot about that. That was very strange. That's one of the stranger changes uh, that happens across any of these movies. Is this sort of like bizarro intro. I
1: feel like it's the same little part, also like you see one leg bent and so you see her hand right. go behind the leg. Right. But you don't obviously you're not seeing any bush like John said or mm-hmm. anything like that. But it's and
0: that's why I hate it. It's, it's not really also, the masturbating. She's
1: also holding a bar of soap.
0: Right. She drops it. Which
1: is bad.
0: Which you never do.
1: You know? Like
0: maybe not in the girl shower, but
1: anyways. The guy sucks. Also I have to say I grew up as a girl. <laughs> And I'm still one, I know. Um, Never once did I ever have time to full-on get naked and take a shower after gym. No way. You
0: you showered fully clothed.
1: No. You did. No. That's what I heard. I I don't remember. I I read
0: that in the annals of Anderson High.
1: ever showering after gym class, ever. You didn't have time. It was like, okay, you got like two minutes. You got to change out. Okay, bye. Uh that and like even just like changing your shirt i remember always being embarrassed to like change out of a sports bra even is it because
0: of your chest tattoo
1: no it's cuz this one time in 7th grade i wasn't wearing a bra because i know you think i'm super well endowed in the boob area love but em. i am not love them <laughs> and dirty pillows yeah dirty pillows my dirty pillows are a size a um love them. they're like a little couch pillows I seventh grade love them. <laughs> throw
0: pillows yeah they're, they're little throw pillows dirty, i love them
1: decorative pillows um yeah they
0: let's make
1: those i didn't okay i didn't um i didn't wear a bra in seventh grade because i didn't need to And one time I was changing and some girl called me out and was like, oh, my God, you're not wearing a bra. And like, I'll never forget it. It scarred me for life. I went home crying. My mom was like, "Okay, we'll go to Victoria's Secret. It probably doesn't help that
0: I yell that at you now even more. No,
1: that's just you going, you're not wearing a bra. And I'm like, no, because we're in quarantine. Um, Mm. Anyways, I'm just girls aren't. Walking around tits out anywhere in any locker rooms that I've ever been, unless it's a public gym. You are gym, ruining the whole locker room YMCA, fantasy for me. And it's a woman who is in her mid Look, to my, late. My 50s. women's
0: locker room images are dirty pillows, dirty pillows, bushes. That's that's it.
1: Dirty pillows in the bushes.
0: Yeah, and everyone's masturbating in the shower. Uh, okay, giving each other well, tips and stuff. Like I wouldn't do it that way. Is Let me not show you how accurate.
1: It is not accurate.
0: Um, was your first um, period in first period
1: <laughs> no. in front of a
0: bunch of people while you were just bleeding on the floor no. and everyone?
1: Also, that like I mean,
0: it, it that scene in the book, by the way, is kind of rough. But Carrie is standing up and people are throwing things at her and she's yeah. having a hard time. Every version of the movie is a poor girl curled up on the ground in the shower, the water is beating down on her and mm. everyone's just sort of like over her and like throwing right. things down. And they're just like tormenting the level of torment really ramps up in the movies with the, with the period scene. I
1: think they had to do it because in a movie, you know, it's gotta be extreme. because sure. Otherwise this that. sweet girl wouldn't go fucking crazy,
0: mm. Mm. but she definitely goes crazy.
1: Anyways, all back right, so that's, our, that's our
0: ranker, right? I mean, obviously, the 76 version is the, the best version. The other ones are a throwaway. If you want to watch a shitty movie that's kind of funny and has some dumb parts, there's the Rage. If you just are really, really into Carrie, I guess watch 2002 and 2013 versions as well, but it's not really necessary. No.
1: Um, I, do you think that this could be remade into a series now?
0: Yeah. I think it could work as a almost like an investigative series where maybe you don't even meet Carrie at all. It's just all of this, what's happened? How did this town get destroyed? And, you know, it's just all this stuff.
1: Oh, you mean like... like... Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's enough here to do 10 episodes, but maybe if it was like a shorter thing, like five to six episodes, I could see it being like a cool investigative thing where... Mm -hmm. In the end, they put it all together and you see this, you know, sort of this arc of this poor girl who got tormented and while realizing she had special powers, because it alludes to all that stuff in the book with all the little clippings and interviews and stuff. I think that stuff would be cool to explore because the horror aspect of this has already been done. But there is another side of the book that's pretty cool that outside of the 2002 version, which isn't great, has been pretty much ignored. So it could work, I think.
1: Okay. Um, if you were to remake it in 2020, who would play who? Hmm. Who would be a carry for you?
0: Well, in the 2013 version, they got all Ansel Engelbort, whatever his name is.
1: Engelbort.
0: Ansel Engelbort.
1: El-Gort. That's Anyways. what I'm saying. Ansel Engelbort. Yes.
0: Baby Driver. <laughs> yes. They got him. He's a great Tommy.
1: He was a good Tommy. That
0: was good casting. Yeah. They kind of botched the rest of it. So I like him for Tommy. Okay. Uh, Sue could just, I don't care. Any yeah, of Yeah,
1: she's just kind of blah.
0: Right. Super hot, angry girl. We need We need kind of a Megan Fox. Okay. Something like that.
1: Okay.
0: Who is that now in 2020?
1: <sighs> Maybe the girl from Jumanji, the blonde girl.
0: She's not mean. She's not mean enough. We need someone who sizzles.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. Who
0: are you thinking for Carrie?
1: I. Uh, that's a good question. Maybe
0: we don't go redhead.
1: I think this one's hard for this movie because they're all so young, and there aren't a lot of super young Actors and actresses we that should, you know. We sh- they
0: should recast Carrie as a man. Because there's not enough movies about white you know, males.
1: that's true. And there's I think not that, about white male rage. I think
0: that right. that would be interesting to see.
1: <laughs> Maybe
0: like a Michael Sarah. Okay. Right? He seems sweet and innocent. And then, boom, telekinetic powers. Whoa. And finally, a m- white middle-aged man gets to shine. Thank God. I think that could be cool.
1: Thank God. Um... I don't know. All I can think of now are the people who were in Little Women. I think Florence Pugh is too pretty.
0: Oh yeah, she could I mean she could be a good Sue.
1: She might be a good Sue. I don't think Sersha Ronan could be Carrie. Maybe. She's kind of Thin and wavy.
0: She's got that weird ginger look. But I
1: would like to see a Carrie in 2020 who is a little bit overweight mm. and like is more true to the book, right? Like and have actual kids in it. I I think the Chloe Moritz version, the some of the kids in it did look young, like they mm. did look like they were pretty young. Engelbort, Engelbort, your guy,
0: so but um.
1: I would like to see kids who look like actual kids.
0: Yeah, um, I, I get that. but that's I don't know hard if that in, would ever happen. <laughs> yeah, it's hard in any high school movie. I mean, they get people over 18 because labor laws, sure. blah, 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 that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it, I agree with you. I think it would be nice to see a, a portly carry mm-hmm. as is described in the book. Um, someone that they make you kind of earn – uh, sort of siding with her when she goes full destructo mode in the end instead of just a uh, pretty girl who gets prettier.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it would make more sense to have somebody who's a bit more non-traditional, I guess yeah. is probably the best way to put it. But um, I get that.
1: Okay. Uh, who do you think played the best Carrie? It's basic. And who do you think played the best? Everyone else Margaret.
0: Is, Everyone else has only just tried to recreate.
1: SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah.
0: And same thing with Margaret. Everyone's just tried to recreate Piper. Okay. Um,'s versions of this. I mean, they were nominated for Academy Awards. All so right. everyone after that has just been like, "Well, let's just do what they did." So, so your
1: so your favorite Tommy is Engelbort. Engelbort.
0: Yeah, Ansel Engelbort. He <laughs> nails it. He's charming. Soup's cute.
1: He is totally.
0: I know he can drive a car.
1: He can, and he has good taste in music. Right. Um, and
0: he's he actually does all the Tommy stuff though. At least the one thing the 2013 version gets right is Tommy is actually interested in taking Carrie, and he's interested in making sure she has a good time, and he's very charming and funny, and he does he like really cares for her. And the the 70s version. That Tommy does not really. He doesn't sell that at all. Mainly because yeah. I think he was thirty eight. He was dating Sue Snell's, like the actor the playing Sue. Sue. Yeah, so he was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, I've got a perm.
1: He did. Oh, he had like a Farrah Fawcett he kind did. of blowout going on. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Who was your favorite, Billy?
0: I mean, I guess Travolta, but the other ones are so forgettable. I, I don't even I know who Travolta Billy too. was in the the re- the 2013 version. I don't even remember Billy in that movie.
1: I kind of do. Uh, just a little, like flashes of him. Right. Uh, who was your favorite Chris?
0: I'm the initial one, whatever her name was. I've seen her in a lot of stuff. I remember her cuz she's RoboCop. She's in RoboCop. She's oh. Yeah, she's the little blonde cop and Robocop. Right. That's her. That's what I remember her from.
1: Right.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, the it's hard to choose a good Billy because and a good Chris really because they don't get their own storylines. They're made one character essentially in every yeah. movie. So which isn't really how the book is, so it's kind of hard to be like this one's great or that one's great because they they're just one person. Mm-hmm. Just like there's an asshole. Yeah. And there it is. So yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: Who was your Sue?
0: I mean, I guess the initial one, but again, though, that's kind of the same thing. Like, that, the character is not given a lot to do I other kinda, than be pouty.
1: I kind of liked 2013 Sue, because her, in the 2013 version, Sue and Chris Hargison have a legit standoff. And Sue knowingly kind For some of reason I found- disses Sue. That Sue was
0: too pretty.
1: Well, it's because in your head, Chris is prettier than Sue. And in my head, Sue is prettier than Chris because she's
0: right. That would explain it. Yeah. In the twenty thirteen version, Sue is like a seven foot two
1: Barbie doll. Leggy
0: blonde model. She's by far the prettiest person in the movie.
1: She would have been on the OC if
0: Right. Or just anything. Maxims maximum covers what i imagine
1: okay Um, (laughs) 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 but anyways
0: uh yeah so she's too pretty she's like distractingly pretty and then at the same time it's like her missing prom (laughs) it it literally affects her life zero like this girl is gonna go on to just do whatever she wants be a
1: part-time model
0: so i like the you know the original one where Sue is really kind of she's trying to do her solid, she's trying to help out Carrie. It seems a bit more genuine. Okay. Because Sue is not somebody who should be like, you know, on the cover of a magazine or something.
1: I think my least Paris favorite Sue scene. is 2002 Sue.
0: The, the, because she's
1: kind of mean,
0: yeah, they make her way more like snappy, yeah, And I don't know if it's like that because in the end she's the one who smuggles Carrie away and she you know right watches this whole thing to 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 hide uh you know Carrie's not really dead, but she has to sell that she is right, so I don't know if they wrote her character that way to where she was a bit more i don't know just a smart ass, I guess
1: yeah,
0: uh but yeah, I agree that's probably my least favorite because uh she doesn't do anything but just say shitty things
1: so for i feel like the last main character is desjardins who is your favorite
0: yeah i mean i like the 2002 version i don't remember that woman's name but i like Uh her because she plays it like an angry cop the entire movie she She just yells at everybody and she deliberately takes lines directly out of the book even if they don't really fit in with whatever else she's saying so the dialogue is always really jilted it feels like in a weird way it feels like someone who is actually off the cuff yelling at someone where sometimes you just say kind of weird things (laughs) and sometimes you just kind of double down on those weird things right that's that character in that movie so that's my favorite one because it's She's just so over the top.
1: She is. She and, is.
0: And the limited stuff in the book, she is kind of that way. She is mean. She does threaten the girls. She does slap Carrie. And she does throw Chris against a locker when she tries to leave. Mm-hmm. And she does strong arm strong arm these girls. Not so much as in the 2002 version where she just slaps everybody yeah. and pushes everybody and yells everyone like she's a drill sergeant. But... It's Kind of a faithful version of the character,
1: I think. I liked that's my favorite one. I liked 2013 Desjardins also because it was Judy Greer and I just really love her. Hmm. Um, but I thought she played it well, also. Yeah, um, it was a fitting or it was a good fit, I thought, for Miss Desjardins, Desjardins. but Desjardins. um.
0: Yeah, yeah, Patricia Clarkson is in the 2002 version. By the way, she's pretty great. Um, in general, well, she's like, not really great in this movie, but in general, <laughs> she's pretty great. Also, Angela Bettis is in it. She's Carrie. She just looks so homely the entire time, but too thin. It's just weird.
1: Yeah, wait, which which 2002? Mo- which version? 2002. That's the girl's name. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. Um, She was in a movie in 2007 called Scar. It has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. Let's watch that. I went to look to see if maybe this was her lowest ranked movie at 20%, and it's not. It's Scar. Yikes. 2007.
1: Well, those are. By the way, would you like to see this
0: as a series?
1: Uh, I think it would be cool to have it done, like you said, like a short, limited series. I think it'd be neat to go all HBO on it and make it a mystery and have like these two parallel things going and then one is Carrie's story you know like the book Carrie's life and then finding out all these things and seeing it come together right and then the destruction at the end Hmm. and Carrie's death but I don't know. I think we would need to hold off on that for a while because <laughs> right. 2013 is pretty recent. And
0: speaking of just holding off, how do you feel like the 70s movie sort of holds up now in the wake of school violence? Uh, Is it weird? It wasn't weird to me.
1: The school violence isn't.
0: Because all those kids deserve to die, so it wasn't weird for to me when she just ripped them all up.
1: It didn't feel like a, I don't know, like a school shooting or anything like that to me. That scene, like, but it, the
0: the vibe is there though, right? I bullied don't know. bullied kid. Sure, kills all of their classmates. True. Now in the book, I think maybe. It doesn't come off that way because she destroys the entire town. It is like a nuclear blast of
1: destruction.
0: But it is way more local and sort of centralized in the movie because it's just her fellow classmates plus her mom. Also, Miss Collins slash Desjardins gets killed by a basketball goal. Principal dies too. Anyone in that gym dies.
1: Yeah. Which is basically how it was in the book. Other than Deja Plus die. the
0: whole town. But that's what I'm saying though, right? Like yeah. in the book, it's sort of, it's so big. Right. It, it doesn't feel like she only targeted her classmates. Yeah. But movie, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it weird now? Is it insensitive? I don't I think don't, so. I but don't
1: think so. It didn't, I don't know. Sometimes I read books with something like that happens or podcast. Well, you mainly a read podcast books about kids getting or... killed <laughs> So shut up. Uh, I just like horror film movies or books, whatever we're talking about.
0: Horror film movies, horror film
1: movie books. Um, it didn't feel that way to me, and I think maybe to other people it It might, but it's done so horror movie. You know, right. she's that's not probably, that's, picking up guns true. and shooting or right. even imagining guns not, and shooting people. She did not go to prom she gets, dressed
0: like Neo she from The Matrix. She
1: gets creative. She puts some water on the ground. She makes some electricity happen. Like mm. there's. Yeah. It, to me, it's, it wasn't like that. I agree. And but, but I do in that same vein, I think it would be hard to remake again with the climate that we're in today. Mm. Like I don't know if you could do that. Yeah. Because odds are in
0: my version, Carrie would come to school with coronavirus and infect all of her classmates.
1: Right. You know, I didn't even think about how I guess we haven't had any mass shootings because people can't gather in masses right now.
0: I have no idea. It's kind of weird to think
1: about. Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, you you you're off on a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> Well, anyways, 76. That's the great version. Yes. It's not accurate to so the book fully, but the gist is there and it works. It's a fun horror it's movie. It's a good movie. Mhm. Don't bother with the others unless you just are a masochist. Right. right. Yeah. Or if you have a bunch of people over and you have a uh, we're watching bad movies night, maybe consider The Rage.
1: Or get like do like clips of kills.
0: Right, yeah, you really only need the glasses exploding in the eyes, yeah. castration, yeah. harpoon.
1: Castration, harpoon. i probably
0: include Sue Snell, unfortunately, being killed by a fire poker through a door. They mm-hmm. had her there the whole movie. She does all this stuff, and then they were just like, we're not even going to kill you where you can see how you got killed. You're just going to die instantly.
1: What a bummer.
0: Sorry, Amy Irving.
1: Well, all right, I think that's all I have.
0: Yeah, we're now on the Salem's Lot. Woo! Uh, so there, obviously, there's a book, and then there is a. a I think there's two made-for-TV. There are two versions, so we'll slog through those. I don't recall ever hearing good things about either, but we can do that, and then, uh, well, you know, we're just gonna keep going along. It's a casual cast. Oh man. We do them as we get them done. The
1: 1979 Salem's Lot movie is three hours. And well,
0: it was made minutes. for TV. Oh, okay. So it was a miniseries.
1: According to Google, 90% of people like that movie. Mm.
0: But I don't well, really we'll trust see. Goog. So I believe we'll have to kind of be careful on what we look up because I think there is the general just kind of miniseries version. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also another version that was recut. As like a movie.
1: Oh, okay. From that same stuff? I think
0: so, yeah. Because I think that three-hour version, it was two, an hour and a half segments. So they had you know a two-hour part with commercials and all this stuff Mm -hmm. in one week. And then the next week, they had the other part. I think that's how it was done. That's how they used to do a lot of stuff like that. But um, we'll have to figure that out. But, I mean, Salem's Law is a hefty book, so it might be a little bit anyways.
1: It is. There's... Salem's Lot, nineteen seventy nine. Salem's Lot, two thousand four, which was also a miniseries, and then there's a return to Salem's Lot oh. in nineteen eighty seven. God, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> it has four and a half stars. Hmm. Well,
0: what else it's, are we doing? Yeah, We're in quarantine. that's
1: true. That's true.
0: Um. All right. So, final, final, just kind of little thoughts so far on on Carrie just in, in general on all of these film versions
1: uh 1976 is the best weird masturbation scenes are weird um and I think that's it for me
0: Yep, 76 is the best you don't need the others um Read the book.
1: Yeah, read the, the book. The book is good. If you had to choose between the book and the movie, what would you choose?
0: I would choose the book, but if I just wanted a good horror movie, I'm going to pick, I'm, I would go Carrie. I mean, that's just a great horror movie. I, I think they're pretty different. I mean, the bones of Carrie, the book, is definitely just a horror story, but it, it you know, has all these little cool investigative pieces and flashbacks and stuff, and it's kind of fattened up. Um, to be kind of this overall compelling thing whereas the movie is just a straight shot of horror I picked the book that's fair they're different but yeah I picked
1: the different book different things okay sure. I just I still I picked the book
0: great are you wearing a bra
1: yeah I'm wearing a big sports bra bitch dang <laughs> okay
0: alright that's it goodbye everybody
1: see you at Salem's Lot
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm mm mhm <laughs>